Hello, I'm George Brockman, your host for Radiant Professional Services podcast, Radiant Cast. Radiant Professional Services, or RPS, is a leadership development and process improvement training company passionate about helping business leaders and businesses perform at their best while getting real value out of your work life. On RadiantCast, we look to explore business issues and topics that make for better business. Today is the first in a two-part episode on the issue of trapped customers. In the first episode of this subject, we will be defining what we mean by trapped customers and explain some of the dangers. In our second episode, we will look at some ways to confront the issue and turn the threats into potential wins for you and your customers. We divided this issue into two parts to keep each down to a reasonable time. In the coming days, we will be announcing a webcast on this subject and explore the issue in greater detail. Even divided up, there's a lot of information here, so hang on and get ready to learn. So what do we mean by trapped customer? And just what's the big deal? It sounds to me like, hey, I got a customer trapped. That's a good thing for me, right? Well, we define a trapped customer as someone, a person or organization, who finds it difficult to leave your business. Inherent in that is that they may or may not want to leave to go to a competitor. But they are unable to for some reason. This doesn't mean they love your product or service and would never dream of it. But they may be dreaming of it but feeling trapped. So let's look at three different types of trapped customers and then let's talk about what the risks are inherent in those trapped customers. Our first poor victim is those that are trapped because basically it's too hard to change to a new vendor. There's what we call embedded customers. The easiest to imagine here are the millions of people trapped right now by their cell phone provider. They've got a two-year contract and they're fed up with that company, but frankly, well, it's just too hard to go to another one or the buyout is too expensive. You may have a long-term lease you may, in the more complex situations in business, have a complex phone system. And frankly, converting from one phone system type to another or internet service provider to another is just too difficult. In the accounting world, you'll encounter users who use QuickBooks or some other product that aren't happy necessarily with the functionality, but they feel trapped. These are the customers that can be referred to as embedded. They're not loyal. They're just trapped. And the downside is, when they do leave, it's usually because they've reached a certain critical mass of, un of discomfort. The reverse of this is if you're a salesperson trying to sell to an embedded customer, even if you've got a superior product and price, you may have trouble getting in just because of this situation. So what are the dangers? Why is this a bad thing? Sounds like a win for me. Well, the problem is, when they do leave, they leave angry. And when they do leave, they tell their friends. The next type of trapped customers are the ones that are trapped because they don't think it's worth looking anywhere else. These we refer to as settling. They're settling because they're convinced that all the people in this industry, in this service area, are equally corrupt or just that there's no such thing as a good version of this. 
first thing comes to mind are used car salesmen, politicians, uh, lawyers. Then you get on to even sometimes doctors. How do I tell a good one from a bad one? It's not worth looking. The problem with this is now you've not just given poor service, but you've given the whole industry a bad reputation. And no matter what segment of the industry you're in, there's no reason for trapping your customers by training them to think that in your industry, there is no such thing as something better. So what is the pitfall if either they're embedded or they're settling? Well, in these cases, you're teaching them that it's not worth the effort to leave you. And frankly, that's going to affect your ability to charge appropriately, to gain their trust for additional services. Frankly, it's just bad business. And finally, do you think you're likely to get referral business if you've got your customers feeling trapped or settling? Of course not. They're more likely to scare away potential customers than they are to bring you new business. The third and final uh, trapped customer type that we're going to be talking about today is the one that's trapped by individual relationship. Now, at first, this sounds like a good thing, but let's look at what I mean by that. If the customer says, we're doing business because we go way back. I've been buying this product for years because they've got such a good salesperson. And I really enjoy doing business with that person. In and of itself, that's not a problem. But is your product or service on equal footing with the quality of the relationship with any one person? Because here's the problem. Underlying in there, if there's a big gap between the quality of the product and the relationship. What happens if the re relationship hits a bump? If this is a personal friendship and the only tie to that product is the friendship, what do you do when things get a bumpy road? Unfortunately, you put yourself at the chance of losing business in the event the friendship has a snack. We all have good friends and friendships ebb and flow. But we hope to have customers that stay based on the strength of the product as well as the quality of the relationships. So an individual friendship shouldn't trump your ability to deliver good quality service. This is worth clarifying. Here I'm referring to a social friendship, not a business relationship. After all, one of the core principles of RPS is that good business and good relationships go hand in hand. It's just important to be aware that if the customer feels trapped, that they're only doing business because of your friendship, and they're only doing business because you went to college together or something like that. The potential damage that can be done both to you, your product, and to your friendship can have a greater impact than they need to. And remember, one of those cases was, I only have one salesperson that has that relationship. In this scenario, unfortunately, if you lose the salesperson, you lose the customer. So we've looked at some of the potential ways we trap a customer. In our next podcast, we're going to be talking about ways to address each one of these scenarios and how we can remove the risk of trapping customers and actually turn this into a positive. Sounds challenging, but it's doable. And I hope you see now why it's also necessary. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new. If you have any thoughts or questions on other business topics or on this one, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us on the web at 
radproserve.com, that's R-A-D-P-R-O-S-E-R-V.com, by email at george at radproserve.com. You can even sign up for our newsletter on the website. Businesses run on people. At Radiant Professional Services, we help managers and leaders explore business issues and topics that make for better business. We found that better leadership leads to better business. Better business to better life. Let us show you a better way to work.